Before diving into today's episode, did you know that this podcast has a supporters club? By becoming a member, you not only gain access to exclusive content, but also play a crucial role in supporting your favorite podcast. See the link in the episode description to find out more. Now, let's get back to the episode. You know, it's been a few days, right? How come people are still complaining about this? All right, all right. So let's just say you start off something. This just took place 10 years. There's two times where we went on hiatus, yes. But people are still complaining about the whole Game of Thrones fiasco. I mean, look, I know it was a giant phenomenon in terms of a TV series and in terms of high fantasy and everybody else got what they wanted out of this show. You know, it's something that you ride with. But the problem is, is that, you know, the hardest thing to do, right, in terms of creating something, is when you start an episode that starts off everything, the pilot, which could be just a template that you change, and the second thing is ending it. Did you tie up all the loose ends? Did you get things done? Did everybody get what they wanted in the end? You know? And I think people are going to complain about this as much as they complain about Endgame. Yeah, that's still going on. All that stuff's going to be fresh from here on until maybe forever. Because at least what, unlike Endgame, Game of Thrones has multiple petitions or this one petition of everybody like, no, 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 you got to go and do episode, you got to go ahead and do this episode over, or you got to go ahead and do the whole season over. Or when you release the DVD, have an alternative ending. Is that? I wonder how George R. R. Martin or J.K. Rowling or just well, no, nah, not nah, a heck with Stephanie Meyer. I didn't care for that series at all. But we're gonna talk about that too, because welcome to the J Man Show here on K Three Sixty Radio. So how's it going, J360 Legion? Welcome back to the J-Man Show for episode 101. Yes, let's get on the road to 200, shall we? <laughs> it's been a little while, yeah. I've, I've been I've been busy. I've been really busy. I had to help out a friend of mine with his short film not too long ago. I hope that's going well, because this was like the second to last day of shooting, if I'm not mistaken. But from the way things were going, he has it together. So I think he's going to knock it out of the park. I mean, hey, this is this is my, my man's last uh, project until he full-fledged graduate. I don't mind helping out some of the people I know, you know, when they're trying to get where they need to be. Yeah, and plus it helps me out, too, because um, I got to go ahead and keep it going with this filmmaking game. You know what I'm saying? Because I can see a lot of potential out of this, and I have uh, a lot of ideas for stories. Sometimes, you know, it gets to the point where I run out of gas in a story, but then I start working on another one to keep me busy. And then there comes to the point where you have that ending, but then, you know, is it the ending that'll please anyone? It should. It should please you first. But you see, when you're a writer and you're a creator, sometimes you kind of have that problem where you hate your own work and then you don't want nobody else to see, even though it could be something that very much could be a, um, a giant blockbuster in the making. There's a lot of people out there that have potential for things to be long runners, but then comes the point where something changes around that, either that third season 
or that sixth season, it's usually in a set of threes where things start to get kind of interesting. And it could be because the original franchise creator is just tired of it and they don't want to fall through on this. Or it could be because the ones that bought the rights to it and are airing this product are saying, you know what? Yeah, let's change it from this original premise here that makes sense into my own idea where it's a derivative work. But hey, guess what? You can leave anytime you want to. I'm going to throw this lump sum at you. And you go ahead and you take that money, you cash it in. But as soon as you spend it all, that's it on you. Go back to the grocery store where you work. Ah, as for me, and as for this great product you have given so generously and carelessly, <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and uh, change it. And you see, there's a lot of content creators out there that don't like that idea either. If it started with me, it ends with me, you know? I mean, that's just the way we are. Sometimes we're very possessive of our work. I mean, I used to say this all the time. Hell, my stories are like my children. I cannot choose which one is better, and I don't want to divide this up. But I also know that there are some times when I create certain endings. It's not going to please everybody. Just like when you look at something like Game of Thrones, which, um, much like Star Wars, much like Marvel, much like any established franchise out here, you know, it's, it's so big, it's huge. Like, anybody can get anything out of it considering all the stuff that happens in Westeros anyway. But people were mad. People were upset that Danny pulled a heel face turn like that. I thought it was going to happen anyway, because all the stuff she went through, the woman lost so much, you know? Just to be just to be thrown back into that area, and you knew that stuff was going to go down, especially after the war that happened in the previous episode. A lot of people thought this uh, this whole season was very slow and, and trite and tiresome, but I think more or less it's because of their expectations. Like Everybody has this huge expectation on something, especially if it seems to be something that they universally love. And there were quite a lot of people that love Game of Thrones, and then you got the people out there that say, well, you know, I'm better than everybody because I don't care about Game of Thrones. Yeah, y'all y'all, y'all can eat one. You know what I mean? For real. Get out of my sight. It ain't about you. I mean, even I came into the lore late, but that's because I like to read. And, you know, Song of Fire and Ice, which is based off of pretty good reads. And who knows? Maybe I can go ahead and try to emulate George R. R. Martin's style in a way. And, you know, because I've, I've wanted to always do my own book series, too, like Tolkien as well. But the thing, oh, by the way, there's a lot of detractors about that. And that usually depends on the different takes in the in the print. Because there are people out there that don't like the Lord of the Rings movie series and stuff. Because, you know, as soon as something becomes more meta-based, you're always going to have that split. You're going to have the purists, then you're going to have the movie fans, then you're going to have the people who collect the miniatures that probably didn't even care about the lore that much, but they care about it a little bit because they're collecting miniatures. You probably got people out there that love the animated shows a lot better than the live action. And those of you that are out there that are in those different sectors, I mean, at the same time, you're united under that one banner, whether you like each other or not. Is the same thing I say about sports fans and everything else. I think people in general just love to complain. And they like to complain to the point where it's like, yeah, yeah, I see, I'm about this. I will complain about it. I think that my my way of doing it is so important. Danny should have had the throw, not Bran. Look, you know, if you really think about it, why don't you just write your fanfic? 
why don't all of you just take the time instead of just bothering those people because they're not going to refilm that stuff again i'm sorry this is not how how you met your mother you know what i mean i'm not not, let, let me change that up you know remember how i met my mother when everybody was angry the first time because the mom, the you know, because the whole thing was pretty much him trying to get with his first love, rather than talking about like, you know, just him meeting those kids' mom. You know what I'm saying? And you see, the thing about it is, is that people were upset. They were so upset that you know they were nice enough to go ahead and take an alternative ending and put it in the DVD release. And whether that helped to satisfy people's outrage or to increase the sale of those DVDs is really debatable because there are people out there that didn't like the alternative ending either. And yet some people are sitting here, got the nerve, got the nerve to feel so entitled that they need this whole, what what would be the ending to make everybody happy? You see, the thing about it is much like different toppings of pizza, you'll, you'll never please everybody. You see what I'm saying? And the sad part about it is, is that you're disrespecting the ones that worked really hard on that. It takes a lot to put together a presentation such as a TV show, um, you know, a large scale podcast, maybe uh, any sort of thing that requires a lot of technology, creativity and artistic value and people paying for this stuff so it can be aired to you whether it's streaming or whether it's coming on at that significant time block, this stuff costs money. And you going on a tangent because you didn't get the ending you wanted, and you got the nerve to go on change.org. This is why petitions are considered a joke by people nowadays. Some of this stuff is ridiculous. Now, I could go ahead and tell you some more stories on many things I've seen on change.org that should not have been there in the first place. But we as the people who live here and we have the freedoms, yes, we do, the freedoms to go ahead and pursue these movements. Sometimes just because it seems like it's a good movement doesn't mean you need to pursue it, especially if you start thinking about all the kinks within it and how things are connected. It's just, it's like, come on, people. Like, this isn't the first time, maybe this is the first time for a lot of people on a large scale like this, but this isn't the first time that there have been let down series finales. I mean, granted, see, I watch a lot of, um, I watch a lot of vintage type shows, but you know, like, take it for, take it from me, ALF never had a final, final season. I mean, there was a cartoon show that came about, but at the end of the day, it didn't resolve anything. He was surrounded by the military. Now that I think about it, because he was supposed to meet up with um, two people, uh, two aliens from his home planet to take him off Earth because they found out that he was living with um, Willie's family. So, yeah, that was never resolved. If anything, we managed to get a bunch of specials in the end, but that was it. I don't think Max Hidrum had a final episode either, but if it did, you know, that this is where those of you in the J360 Legion could look that up and let me know about it, but... There was also in St. Elsewhere's, right? Their last episode. Their their last episode. See, St. Elsewhere was part of a giant um, shared universe on TV, too. But you see, in that last episode, it turned out that the hospital and everything was a fabrication. It existed in a snow globe that belonged to a little autistic boy. Like, anything that happened on that show was just a fabrication of that kid's mind. And any spinoffs and anything else like that. Like, I think The White Shadow was a spinoff of St. Elsewhere or a prequel to it. 
And now that I think about it, it, it none of that stuff exists in a way. It was just a form in the kid's mind. And you know how many people were kind of peed off at that? And then when you look at uh, another one, uh, see, this this is the biggest thing. The island. I don't think the island ever had a lost, uh, last episode where the, you know, the prisoner, I think his name Prisoner 26 or 62, they never specified whether he got off the island or not. And then there was, um, you know, some series finales that, had to make two different episodes because they didn't know how to end the damn thing. Like, um, Benson. Benson, which is a spinoff of Soap. They had two episodes of that. Where he won the election, and then the other time where he conceded to his original employer about the election because it was changing them. Now, which one of those is real? It's debatable. Uh, my all-time favorite sitcom, Married with Children, never had a final episode. It had a cancellation season. But it didn't have a final episode. And then sometimes, the one of the greatest sci-fi shows of all time, Firefly. Now, before you throw Serenity at me, think about it. How long did we have to wait for that to tie up all the loose ends? See, some of these things, they don't have final episodes because people don't know how to end them. And, and you could go ahead and look at Lost. They did not know how to end Lost. Lost is still controversial to this day. There's memes about that where it's like, hold my beer. Yeah, you know, when you think about a hold my beer kind of moment, that actually works for that. Because, like, nobody really understood that. So at the end of seeing all that, you're like, I'm lost. Tata drop. So there you go. But when you look at, like, Game of Thrones and you look at, like, all the stuff that went by, you got to commend those people for at least giving you, at least giving you a series to watch. You feel me on this? I mean, it, it just it, it's just outstanding that so many people think they're entitled and think all this other stuff, but they're not going to consider and be thankful of the people who actually worked on it. I mean, you know, there's a lot of series you can look at that have that horrible final season. You understand? Oh, wait, wait. Another one. The Sopranos. Did Tony survive after that? Nobody knows. I mean, they wanted to do, like, spinoffs to it, but nobody really knew, right? And it, it's very interesting. Like, um, also, I think there was one called Life on Mars, which lasted only one season. There's a lot of shows that last only a few seasons. I think, um, Lethal Weapon, the series, didn't have a final ending, right? It just got canceled midway through. And then, you know, the classic kid show Dinosaurs... Remember how dinosaurs ended? Everybody was wiped out by the Ice Age. That was a kid show. So, you know, if you really think about it, if you're sitting here complaining about Game of Thrones, I want to let you all know this. And this is the end of my spiel. At least you got a finale. I mean, it can't, it can't all end happily. It can't all be like the ending to, like, say, Fresh Prince or the Cosby show. And no, it's not about Cosby using quaaludes or anything. But you see, if you paid attention throughout that whole sitcom or that situation, you know that Theo actually had a learning disability, but he managed to graduate college. And you see in Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, everybody moved on. Like, when you have moments like that, it, it's sad, it's tough and it can be pretty tight but you know you're proud because you went on that journey with them now a lot of times you can look at it like this yeah i'm not happy with the way danny turned out 
But at the same time, the pain's over. She doesn't have to be in any more pain. She's dead. You know, and John's back with the people he liked to, he's back at the wall. After all that, he's back at the wall, but he's happy. Sansa, she has the North. And Bran, those of you that sit there and say, Bran didn't do anything, you right, he didn't. He can But guess what? He's on that Iron Throne, and maybe he can run it a little bit better. You see, a lot of people don't look at it that way. A lot of people want their theory to be the theory. But there are big payoffs in this final. And sometimes that just is the way you got to look at it from time to time. It is what it's going to be. And then everybody's looking at George R.R. Martin saying, hey, hey, in that last book, uh, 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 make it different. Make it like this. Make it like that. Like, once again, where is your story at? Where is your high fantasy piece that is so good? You know, if you are that good, be about it. Go ahead and make your own franchise. Do it to the point where, guess what? In the last season, things are predictable. Or things are where they need to be, I suppose. Maybe a more happier ending. Whatever you want, but I guarantee no matter what you make, no matter what you want, no matter the way you tied it in, even if it made sense, there's always going to be that special number of people out there who don't like it. And will do what they can to sit outside in their tent, if need be, peeing in a bottle, or any sort of other disgusting thing that humans do because we are prone to do this. Especially over things we love. I can't wait till the new Star Wars movie comes out. Then I can smell all the other nerds out there who have been stinking about this except for me. Because I'm like, you know, it is what it is. And this will be the tie-in and the end-off for that trilogy. I cannot wait to see this nonsense. And you're going to sit there you're going to be butthurt about it. Because guess what? You're not used to that kind of thing. And it's just like... Me, on the other hand, I don't care. I will laugh. I will torch one of my franchises and run because guess what? I got another one to do. I got another one here, there, and everywhere. There's a lot of things about it where you're just sitting there and you're just having a good time. You know? But then there comes a time where, you know, you get tired of it because you want to move on to different things. But that's more of a creator backlash kind of feel. And that's like the basis for a whole nother episode, which I have done or touched base on before. But I can go more in depth at some other point. And speaking of Game of Thrones, right? You know, I had like one of the weirdest conversations with this. This She was a plus size model, but she was cute. And the thing is, I, I, I wanted to get to know her, you know? I wanted to talk to her because, hey, I'm building a network, uh, professionalism first, and who knows, personal stuff maybe a little later on. Who knows? So I just tried to talk to her as a person. But you see, instead of, I, I was coming around asking for her take on the finale, and instead she gave me a whole lot of horse hockey, man. Some, some Sometimes, you know, when you're talking to somebody and somebody's talking to you, it doesn't have to be weird or awkward. It doesn't have to be a comedy bit. But this lady, on the other hand, is following the same rule book that a lot of those famous nutcases that are walking around out there are trying to do. You know, of the listen and believe culture. Of the whole, um, how, how can I put it? We want equality. Equality that serves us with special treatment. And not to treat other people with that same equality. Yeah, in other words, I was talking to a feminist, y'all. 
And you see, the thing about it is, she she was going off on a tangent. Because, see, I didn't say anything about her physical features. I didn't say anything about her mindset. I didn't say anything about that. You know what I did? I shortened her name because that's the way I talk. Like, with a lot of people out there, I shortened a lot of her names. Her name was uh, Emma, but I said, yo, Em, how you doing? You know what I'm saying? Because that's the way I talk. I do shorten a lot of people's name. Like, there are people that I go to, you know, like, I hang out with um, quite a lot of different people. Like, you know, my my brother's name is, you know, but I call him Juan. Or, and then I got, you know, my brother from another mother, Alan, and I call him Al. You know what I'm saying? That's just the way I talk. And then she's going to give me a lot of a lot of piss and vinegar because I called her M, which is allegedly a personal name, a, a name that, that, that only her family can call her, which once again, I do not know this woman from Eve. So how in the world am I going to know that? You understand what I'm saying? The rules of engagement with people nowadays is very far and few. And the problem with people these days think that because I guess they're so sure of themselves or they're so entitled or they got this insecurity thing that just messes up all the counterbalances of things where you might hit the right note and set them off because it could be anything. She decides to go at me on this kind of stuff and I'm like, all right, all right, I see what you're saying because we don't know each other that well, but that's why I'm trying to talk to you anyway. And then she got a nerd one and said, I don't mean to put you on blast, which by the way, she kind of did because she went ahead and she put it in the public comment section and gave me this huge paragraph of gunk. And I'm sitting there looking at this. I'm like, this is the most saddest crap I've ever seen in my life. Because one thing, if you want to talk personally with people, use the DM. You're not always going to get an eggplant there. But at the same time, use a DM. Because now that you done told me, you done told everybody on the internet. The Wayback Machine exists, thank you very much. Of course, uh, me being me, right? She thought she could put me on blast, and I wasn't going to blast back. See, I'm not embarrassed, folks. I got a lot of self-confidence to the point where I don't care what I do, I'm there. I'm pretty much a force of nature at that point. The thing is, is this. When she went on this tangent, I was like, yeah, but you didn't hesitate to put me on blast. Like, what is your point here? Okay, like, if you don't want to be called that, fine, understandable. Just, what's your take on it, hon? And see, at this point, I really didn't care what her take on Game of Thrones was, because right now, she's just real, real pretentious, and I'm, like, sitting there thinking this, this this is really irritating. You know what I mean? It's like when people think they deserve special treatment. I barely know this chick, too, but at least I'm willing to get out of my own way and talk to her. So when she goes on her tangent about this, she's, she starts saying, see, I'm having a hard time understanding if, if you want a professional or a personal relationship because, you know, you call me hun, you call me the, I, I can't see you calling your male friends that. I'm like, now, this is where I should insert something from Samuel L. Jackson, but this isn't the Uncensored show. The thing is, is this, right? <laughs> Once again, this is how I talk. I'm not changing how I talk. I'm 32 years old, folks. I'm at that point where, you know, in a couple of years, I'll be set in my ways. I'm not changing how I talk. I treat people with respect all the time. Unless you come to me with baggage, which she is. And then she goes ahead and she says all this stuff. And I'm like, first off, I barely know you. 
I'm not going to be in a relationship with you. I'm not a boogeyman. I'm not any of this stuff. I have my own business. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to ruin my own brand and stuff while at the same time destroy who I am just because you have a piss poor attempt at understanding social interaction. And, and you, you got to understand this, right? She grown too. She's like, she's like 25. It's like, come on, man. get out, Pull your head out of your ass. You know what I'm saying? And that's pretty much what I'm saying. I'm like, yo, you got to grow up or something. Now, I can understand the first thing if you don't want to be called that way. But me saying hun, I got a lot of friends that are females, right? That I always say hun to. That's all I know. I don't call them babe. I reserve that for the leading lady. See what I'm saying? And as for my male friends... Oh, this is what what I do with my male friends. Sup, bro? How you doing? What's up, kid? Yeah! What's going on, buddy? <laughs> and I was like, hey, hey, what's up, pal? See what I'm saying? Right there. That That's nothing. This had nothing to do with men and, and men and women. Had nothing to do with male or female. What it is is that you got a pretentious jackass over there thinking that she could go ahead and try to put me on blast and use her whole feminist platform to try to roll over on me. And I said, no, 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 not going to happen. You are being disappointing right now. I cannot believe that someone has an ulterior agenda, especially as a professional creative going this far over nothing. This is not about a comfort zone right off the bat. I'm allowed to go ahead and talk to people, anybody I want to. And because I'm single, and if I'm interested in you in that way, the only thing you can do is just reject me and say, you know, you're not looking for nothing right now. And at that point, I can go ahead and just be like, okay, moving on. You know what I'm saying? At that point, maybe you could just be a friend at that point. But you see, this person obviously needs a publicist or probably has somebody else that does their talking for them. Because right off the bat, I just lost interest. And not only that, I wanted nothing else to do with this individual. So as I told her off, and no, I did not cuss, because she ain't worth it. She goes ahead and says this, well, thanks for showing me you're a great guy. And I'm like, shut up. That's the inner me talking. But the other me is like, this this is not about me being a great guy. And then she's like, well, you do you, buddy. And I said, I'll do me regardless, because I'm awesome. You're the one with the problem. Your insecurities mean nothing to me at that point. Ladies, take note. But then again, as I say ladies, I'm talking to the ones who pretty much should know this by now. Unless you have not been dating long or unless you went through some personal trauma in your life. You know, after a while, you got to work on the healing. You got to work on getting over it. Because you never know when somebody like me, who doesn't have an agenda, will come and talk to you. And the thing about it is, is this, right? How the hell would you even know that kind of situation? Whether I was a good guy, great guy, nice guy, or whatever. I didn't kill the nice guy principle years ago. I am not a nice guy. I'm a great man. Which means, like, you know what? On Monday, I'm cool and I'm a great hero. But on Tuesday, I'm a complete lout and I need some damn sleep. That's what it's like. I'm a jerk on Wednesday, but I'm a knight on Thursday. That's how it kind of goes. And on Friday, well, <laughs> hell, we all need a day off. Everybody's got a little bit of a beast in them in addition to being a prince. And the thing about it is, if you really wanted to prince so much, here's how it goes. Don't throw your beast at me. As simple as that. I'm not going to say you're bossy or anything, but I told that chick to get over herself. 
and I will not hesitate. I don't care about none of this stuff because it's not helping people communicate. It's not helping people come together. And while we're on the tangent at that, for all of you out there, this is what I really told her that set her off. I said, and I call every single one of them fam, which is short for family, which is more unified than the damn feminist movement ever could be. And you know what? That's all I need to say. Because then she went ahead and said something real stupid like this. Oh, well, I'll die for my feminist platform. Well, have fun being alone and with them five cats that are never going to take care of your old behind. The truth is, is this. You got to treat people with respect because you never know who's going to be on your side and who's not going to be on your side. And you never really know in like five years to come where you're going to end up and who's going to be there to help you. I treat everybody with respect until you start showing your true face. And then I'm going to show that I'm not going to take any of your baggage because I can do bad by myself. I've been like that for years, and as far as I'm concerned, you know, there are too many people out here that got that mass PTSD, listen to what the news tell them, depressed all the time, still broke, and not even trying to invest and move forward. Like, there was this chick that I knew, yeah, I'll say it once again, this is the way I talk, but there was this lady I knew, right, that that loved The Walking Dead, But because I didn't like The Walking Dead and, you know, I kind of wanted to speak to her, she could not reciprocate back because I didn't like The Walking Dead. This is how pathetic that person was. And, you know, the sad part about it is I'm sure she's out there still thinking that she's right. A lot of them are out there thinking that they're right, but they missed out on a sure deal. And the truth is, is that one day they're going to be like, oh, my God, this is J360 Productions and that's him on TV. And he's a success and he's got everything together and, and here I am still working at this lame ass job that doesn't treat me right but hey it's okay you still got your feminist movement whereas your friend your your one female friend that you thought that was going to agree with you all the time she's probably sitting back probably chilling right next to a certain individual and that certain individual is me because that chick decided to be my wife so to hell with you you know what I'm saying? Things change, man. And at that point, all I got to say to a lot of you haters out there or any of you people that sit there and think you're right all the time, instead of just understanding there might be that percentage where, hey, you were a little too eager. All I got to say is checkmate. That's it. So, you know, sad stuff like that. It's just like I cannot believe that there are adults acting like this. Adults embody, not not mindset. You, you got to grow up sometime, you know? And see, deep down on the inside, as I build J360 production and as I grow, I met a lot of great people. I met a lot of great people in the Lady Pod Squad, the Movie Pod Squad, those that talk about life, those that are willing to congratulate me on my Hunter episode that I covered last time. Which, by the way, let's take a listen to a voicemail right quick. Yo, Jay, this is Vic from the Buffet Boys. I just wanted to congratulate you on 100 episodes. The J-Man Show, man, doing big things. Uh, keep doing your thing. Keep pushing that J360. I'm out. <laughs> Nothing but respect, man. Thanks, Vic. Big shout-outs to you, man. I hope you and Ever making some more episodes because it's time for me to go ahead and make some visits over there. As a matter of fact, 
I'm getting tired of living here on the East Coast sometimes. I think I think one day I'm going to take a nice trip and I'm going to try to see some of those that have podcasts in real life, you know what I mean? Try to go ahead and extend the olive branch a little bit more. But the thing is, is that, you know, when you hear people, you know, you heard it in my voice right there. That's my bro right there. You know what I mean? That's family. Because his show, I think his show started about the same time I started my show. And I was going through some crazy times starting this show up. So, you know, at the end of the day, I treat people the way they want to be treated. And then I just remember my stance and my ground on other things, you know? But if you're going to go out there and you're going to try to act like you're superior to other people, let me tell you something. Even at work, there are people that think they're superior to me. And guess what I tell them? (laughs) F you. That's pretty much. Because I'm just there for a certain amount of hours and I go home. And not only that, the proceeds from that go to this show as much as anything else. So the joke on them is is that no, no, no. In a few months' time, it ain't even going to be like that anymore. Things change. People change. And thank God I am not one of these overtly sensitive people walking this earth. Thank God I don't need to be about that. You know what I'm saying? Because there's too much crap going on. And and not only... This is the point where we the people need to come together. Instead of just building walls, you know, psychological walls just to go ahead and push other people away. That doesn't make any sense. That goes against one of the 48 laws of power, to be honest with you. But, hey, that's something for y'all to figure out on your own. Now, there's something else that's going on, too. Uh, GameStop has finally... No, 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 no. They have not finally filed Chapter 11. But it's a coming. Because they don't know what the hell they're doing. See, you know your Power Rewards card, right? It's not fifteen ninety nine anymore in certain areas. They actually raised it up to 20 And see, when you're paying 20 bucks a year, you're pretty much paying for that Game Informer subscription. And those of you that read Game Informer, it's kind of corny, right? See, with me, myself, I, I look at Game Informer, and I pretty much... It, if I had a birdcage, I would line it up with, with Game Informer because it'll never match the essence and greatness of GamePro back in the day. And you see, when it gets to GameStop as a whole, I think I'm going to shift to being more of an Amazon shopper after a while because GameStop now has eliminated the 10% off when it comes to your um, your power rewards. What you get is a $5 certificate every month. And you see the thing about this, you could say, hey, that's like 60, 60 bucks worth, right? Here's the problem with that, okay? It's only five bucks for that month, and you have to use it in that month. Otherwise, like, it it goes away. It doesn't roll over. It doesn't stack. So rather than them following through on a principle like that, yeah, you get the $5 off, but you got to use it at a certain time. And then there are times where, you know, games don't come out that you really care for at that time. But you look at the used games over there, and you see, you know how you had that little minuscule discount? Well, you don't have that anymore because you now have this $5 off certificate. Not to mention that you paid 20 bucks a year for it. How dumb are they now? You know what I'm saying? Because one way or another, GameStop is kind of like how TNA Wrestling is. It's dying. It wants to die. But it just won't die. And it's like, you know, it destroys itself. It, 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 gets, it gets to the point where it's insane. 
Like, you know, it, it just doesn't... It just don't add up! That's about right. It's just like, come on, man. You know, and, and then, see, me, I went at the right time. See, things are a little slow in DE. So, I went ahead and I renewed mine. And luckily, I managed to get it for the $15. And, you know, I also managed to get to that discount that I can use. But, you see, I'm going to have to ride it out because I am not renewing that stuff again. I'm not going to renew it again. As a matter of fact, I'm going to make sure that I take a look at Amazon more often because Amazon will match anything and sometimes beats out GameStop. Hell, I'll even go to Best Buy. There are places that I can go that can just totally whoop GameStop's ass sometimes. I'm like, how are you guys still here? And then I'm sure that the board of directors will probably look at me and say, we're wondering that too. So, yeah, you know, it just it's weird to me, man, you know? And I'm sure there are people out there in the major metropolitan areas that, because this thing's still a beta, it's not rolled out, but as soon as they roll it out, they're going to see some significant numbers in the red, if not already. It, it just, it's like, what's the point of even shopping there now? You know? I mean, some of them are starting to sell retro items, but most of them are retro items online, which you could go to eBay and beat them out on that kind of stuff. Which, why am I not starting an eBay store yet? Well, a little venture I'll have to look into later. But but here's the thing. GameStop could do better by just, you know, not necessarily going through with that. I mean, what about our point system? Don't we get points every time we use our power rewards to trade in certain things, you know, that we really don't need anymore? <laughs> you know, because I'm not giving them any of my systems and stuff. Cause I remember one time I wanted to do that. And then I was like, no, 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 no. I can sell this myself and get, you know, something nice and reasonable. And, and the truth is, is that they somehow found a way to not only make things laughable, they found a way to make things worse for them. So if, if the death rattle happens soon for GameStop, you know, you'll pretty much know why, because that idea that they have right now, oh yeah, yeah, sure, we're going to raise it up five, but we're going to give people a five certificate that they can't even stack or roll over. There you go. And it's sad for them, too, because I'm starting to get back in my gaming habit. Soon enough, I'll be power playing again, but I've really thought about it, right? Yeah, it's going to happen. And two, I'm going to do some tests. Yeah, here's the thing, right? Because it's not just a PlayStation 4 joining in the fight. It's going to be a lot of other systems, too. But it's better to show you than to tell you, so we'll just save that for next week's adventure. And, um, hey, we're getting closer to the Memorial Day weekend, so I want you all to enjoy that and, you know, you know, give thanks to those that have died so that you can have your sacrifices, because that's what the holiday's about. And then go back to freeloading, gallivanting, eating food, and all that other stuff that you normally do. Because a lot of people say this is the start of summer, but some of y'all went ahead and started summer anyway. Let's just not lie about it, huh? But <laughs> I want to let you all know that it was good being on the mic for y'all again tonight. I had a blast. And, you know, thanks for giving me your continued support. We got episode 102 probably coming... Ain't no probably coming. I was thinking of doing it this weekend too, but nah, nah, I'm going to go ahead and put it on Wednesday just to get things back to basics. But let's see, J360 Radio Live number three. I think that might be happening tomorrow though. 
<laughs> but until then, though, I just want you all to take it easy. This is the J-Man signing off. Peace out to you. Thank you.